Welcome to Hardy Party of Five and a Half, Rebecca. Welcome. We are back again. We are. We are. And Rebecca, do you know what this is? It looks to be a banana. This is a banana. Mm-hmm. What do you like doing with bananas? Eating them. Eating them? Yeah. They're fun to peel. Yes, they're fun to peel. They're fun to pretend that it's the old school foam. Mm-hmm. You can do that too. Yeah. Have you ever thought about throwing out a first pitch for a baseball game with a banana? I have never thought about that. I've thought about throwing a banana at a person, but probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Probably not on a baseball. Well, hold on, we we need to we need to peel this we need to peel this statement a little bit and get to the heart of this. Who have you wanted to throw a banana at? We should talk about this off air. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No. I I you know I tend to be the more aggressive one in the house, yeah. and so I have picked up. I threw something last night at someone who was across throw? the table. Yeah, we were having game night for I think a birthday. I threw a domino at someone. Yeah, you did throw a domino. So bananas are not. But a they were throwing burritos at you. They were the not game, real ones. Not real burritos. burritos. Yeah. yeah. So every once in a while, I just maybe just grab the closest thing and throw it. So I probably have thought about that. Okay, you've thought about it being a first pitch thing. No. Okay. Never thought about that before. No. Well, there is a baseball team mm-hmm. called the Savannah Bananas. Yes. They're all over ESPN right now. ESPN Plus has a documentary going. They also showed a lot of their games, the summer games, and it's ca- it's called Banana Ball. Banana Ball. Wild. Ain't not to it. Crazy. Partying. Doing things that should never happen on a baseball field. An absolute circus. We have one singular mission: to change the game. It's the greatest show in sports. Banana Land. Exclusively on ESPN+. And <laughs> we were just watching earlier today. We were watching like the first pitch and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, for the first pitch at Banana Land for Banana Ball, Jesse, who's the owner of the team and also kind of the MC of the whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a golden banana. He throws it on the ground. This kid is blindfolded. He's got to get on all fours to find the banana. And the crowd's helping by, by they yell, they scream for him when he's getting close, going the right way. And when he's getting cold, they boo. Mm. So then he finds, he finally finds the banana. Yep. And then from the pitcher's mound, he flings the banana. Still blindfolded? No, he takes the blindfold off. Okay. So that's kind of a good trick pitch. We need yeah. to talk mm-hmm. to Matt about that. He probably might could throw it like the wrong direction. Like they should make him guess which way. Which way, yeah, like cheer for which way. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he flings it. He threw a strike. All right. But that gives you an idea about banana ball. Banana ball, yes. And it, we are base, big baseball fans. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, we're big banana ball fans. It is so fun to It really watch. is. Get you a big bu- bucket of popcorn and turn this on some maybe some bananas yes you will not yep. be disappointed today we have one of the pitchers from banana ball on our podcast his name is matt wolf his wonderful wife megan is also with him because she's a softball player and mm-hmm. she's been on the mound for the bananas that's right and you don't want to miss it so make sure you watch some banana ball but enjoy this interview with matt and megan wolf i promise it's gonna be bananas Hey, 
So Matt and Megan Wolf, we are so excited to have you on Hardy Party Five and a Half. You're from Banana Land, which we can't wait to hear all about. I, I'm a hairdresser, so I tell everybody that sits in my chair, have you seen the, the banana ball pack? Have you ever watched this? And my clients are always like, what in the heck are you talking about? Or they've watched it. I'm like, anytime you see banana ball on ESPN, click on it. You're, you're never going to be disappointed. It's yeah. so hilarious. I love it so much. But we want to start at the beginning. Tell us how you guys met. Um, I mean, obviously, Megan's the talker here, but I'll, I'll step <laughs> in and uh and try to tell the story. Uh, it's a long one. Uh, we met in college uh, just through mutual friends. Uh, it was actually different colleges, but Megan played softball at OCU. Uh, I played baseball down at East Central. I was a, a fifth-year PE major at East Central, done playing <laughs> baseball. And, uh, yeah, I was just going back and forth to OCU to see some friends I grew up with, and, and we just met met that way, and we were – we're always just friends, you know, uh, yeah. hung out, uh, probably stowed her heart dancing. We you always love two stepping, love to go, uh, <laughs> go out two step. And that's a big thing here in, here in Oklahoma is, you know, yeah. the, the two step. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and we were just friends for several, several years, you know, she graduated college, moved back home to Plano, Texas. I got my first job actually coaching, uh, teaching PE at a little small, small town down by Lawton, Oklahoma, Chattanooga. And uh, we just kind of kept in touch. Uh, it was no pressure. Uh, I just knew there was something different about her. You know, there was, was she was easy to talk to. Uh, you know, there was no game playing. It was just genuine. You know, she's real genuine. And, and uh, you know, uh, oh. she ended up, <laughs> I ended up asking her out, you know, and uh, if we were ever in the same place, because at that time we were, uh, you know, miles apart, but uh, right. she ended up getting a job back here in Oklahoma. Uh, and I got a job really close to the metro area where, where her job was. So we started dating and, and the rest is history. And then I so. trapped him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Our son plays football at Southern Nazarene. So they play ACU. Oh, yeah. They play OC. Yeah. And he's yeah. engaged yeah. to a girl that played volleyball at OC. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. Yeah. So I have family in Piedmont. Yes. Yeah. So that's right in our backyard. We're just, you know, 20 minutes away. Yeah. That's so great. Oh, wow. wow. And your cousins were firemen. Yeah. They so I have retired. two. We're going to get to that in yeah. a minute because we have some questions about what you do for a living, Matt. But I have two cousins that are firemen. They just retired from, from Oklahoma City. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of connections there. The more I was yeah. looking at y'all's story, I was like, oh my gosh, there's yeah. so many. We're we're tied together. So yeah, so I think much. we're 20 years older than them, but we could yeah. be the same people. Yeah, well. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure why we don't live in Oklahoma. I don't know. Everybody everybody we know except there. <laughs> I'm not sure why we do live here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can switch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, you're both former college athletes. So that got me to thinking that there has to be some competitiveness in the house. Mm-hmm. so who's the most competitive mm-hmm. and how do the how does this competitiveness show up in the house because we're competitive too we do mm-hmm. the same thing listen the hardy family motto is this we have three boys they're all grown if you're winning it's about winning and if you're losing it's about ministry there you go. so i i hope that you have some competitiveness in your family you have to that's funny my my competitive heart died um, when we started dating because I realized that he's good at everything. Like he's just a freak athlete. He's super smart. He's just good at everything he does. So once um, 
I used to be the best putt putter that I knew and he made me look awful. And then, I mean, it was putt putt, bowling, basketball. I mean, it was, I was like, okay, I'm, if I want to keep any part of my ego alive, I've got to just stop competing with this guy. Okay. So Megan, are you a big trash talker, Megan? He's a bigger. He's I'm a bigger probably the bigger trash talker. Trash talker. He takes oh, that's that funny too. Okay, yeah, I'm but she's not I mean, trash talker. We've we've got a little. This tells you a little bit about our household, but we got a little mini basketball go set up. It's really for our daughter, but I think I think we play more on it than she does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll get a we'll get a little mini game of basketball going from yeah. time to time. Megan's super aggressive, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have a lot of fun. And uh, he guards our two year old like she's a grown man. So. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to learn, right? Yeah, she's right. got to learn. She's yeah. got to get tough and get yeah. tough right now. Make sure she loses a fair amount. Like, don't let her win every time. Oh, <laughs> he no, never no. lets her win. <laughs> That's funny. I'm definitely the biggest trash talker of the oh, house. Yeah, but are. like like Matt, he's good at everything. Thing. He's gonna win, but I like to talk to a lot of trash. And with three oh. girls' voice, I gotta talk a lot of trash. And yeah, I they, would if I could back it up more. Yeah. I've definitely got a mouth; I can run it for sure. But if I can't back it up, he yeah, completely yeah. Cares. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not good at the trash talking. It you're just not, sounds so weird when I do it. You suck at it. Yeah, you're I really not do. a good trash. Suck <laughs> I really do. See, she's already talking trash. <laughs> I'm I'm probably better trash talking at the fire station than I am at uh-huh. home. So I try not to trash talk Megan too yeah, much. Yeah, because all the the firehouse is a little different language, probably. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Y'all, yeah, have your, yeah. y'all speak your own language there. Yeah, for sure. For he sure. did yesterday. Don't get mad at me. He did become pickleball champ of fire station five. <laughs> oh, oh well. yeah, we did have a big. We love there. some pickleball. That Lots of trash talk. Yeah, <laughs> have you played pickleball, Megan? just once with him and he was like that was easy and I was like sweating I'm breathing hard I'm like, that was not easy but it was so you fun. played you played singles <laughs> yeah we had like a little day date there's a place okay. in the city called um chicken and pickle do you guys have yeah, that that's Texas? what we have yeah 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 so we just she was at Mother's Day out so we ran up there real quick and yeah yeah he wore me out for an hour <laughs> we like we like to be active when, when we can you know and yeah. we don't get we don't get many times away from our daughter to go do um, stuff so we got to make the most of it we can so yeah for sure we play pickleball here at chicken and pickle but honestly no, nobody can ever touch him but it, we play we'll play doubles like I could never play him just by myself ever but yeah. you kind of learn to know who to ask to be your teammate. So if you know, like, like he's terrible at cards, playing cards. Oh, yeah. And so whenever we're going to yeah. play cards with friends, I'm like, guys against girls. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then if we're going to play something like that, I'm like, couples against couples. I know how to pick yeah. the teammate. You know? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he's so much better. So um, Megan, how did the dream of playing professional baseball become a reality for you? So I had never played baseball before. Uh, the dream was actually to play professional softball mm-hmm. and that died after college. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess really there was a dream once we were in banana land and I was watching the world tour happen and seeing just all the joy that the guys had, I was like, I want that. And he and I like to play catch together. We like to, you know, hit together, stuff like that. So we were just out on the field one day. I was throwing a throwing a bullpen. I was just throwing on the mound. And so he taught me the windup and he taught me a change up. And, and, um, I guess the guys, some of the guys, as they were coming in, cause we got there early, they were coming in and heard the pop of the glove and they looked over and 
and Burns, Burns and I hadn't even met yet. And he's joking with Matt. He's like, is that your wife? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it actually is. Sam just like him. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Burns. <laughs> Sorry, Burns. Uh, he's like, yeah, that actually is my wife. And so, he, you know, next thing I know, Jesse's over there and he's like, throw a curveball. And I'm like, I don't have a curveball. <laughs> but I could tell that they were interested. So really, it was that moment that I was like, how cool would that be yeah. if I really got to play in a game, even if it was yeah. just for a promotion, you know, like how cool would sure. that be? So it was really cool that really in the span of a month or two that my dream of playing with my husband actually became a reality. <laughs> Center field and third base. Oh, okay, nice. And we so, so, so get this. I got something to add to that. This is this is kind of crazy. She she mentioned softball. Uh, she played her last game in Columbus, uh, oh Ohio. My, yeah. Or not Ohio. What about what am I talking about? Columbus, where we played okay. in Georgia. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, that's that's where she ended up pitching. That that's where it fell. Oh my so gosh, and we had crazy. We really had no idea it was going to happen. We weren't really sure. We knew they were kind of interested, and it really just sparked from us going up there and, and playing catch kind of like we always did, you yeah. know, and in the backyard. So it was, it was really special, That's special so cool. moment, especially because she's she's kind of the reason why this all happened for me. So Yeah, tell us how that happened. How did you get on the team? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I'm 34. I'm a fireman. Yeah. Uh I was really insecure about even trying out, you know, we, we heard about it through a, a good buddy of mine, uh, Tyler Gillum, which happens to be the head coach. Now they just, they just named him head coach of the uh, premier banana team, but uh, he was the head coach of the college team. I know it's kind of confusing, but we'd been making trips up there every summer to watch him play and coach the college team. And, and we heard word through him that there was going to be a professional team. And I was like, man, how cool is that? You know, mm-hmm. I know I'm old and that, that just sounds so cool though. You know, I wish I was, I wish I was 20 again trying this, but so I was a little insecure about it, you know, especially, you know, all the trash talk at the fire, the fire department. I was worried about all of, what all those guys would say, like, come yeah. on, Matt, really? Yeah. And, and, and everybody else, you know, not just the fire department, but, uh, but yeah, Megan just kind of last minute was like, Hey, you've, you've got to go do this. I mean, yeah. you know, this is you to a T and, you know, and she was the big encouragement. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone and done it. So, yeah. so it was really cool that she got to play a part in it as well. That was, that's what made it so special. I know. And what was that moment like when Megan, you're taking the man with him. What was that like? Just those emotions going out there. Oh, it was really surreal. 
Um, think about it now it's overwhelming. Like I get emotional <laughs> whenever I talk about it. Um, but just if you've ever been to a bananas game, it is absolute chaos. And it's like that for the players too. So sitting in the bullpen, like not knowing, like, am I going in? Am I not? Like I need to stay warm. Like, I like someone passed me the icy hot because I haven't thrown in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, you just learned the windup, just learned yeah. the few pitches, you know. But kind of, you know, I got, and he, can, no one, this is, I don't think they end up showing this in the documentary, but the inning before I went in is actually the inning that I was supposed to play. Mm. And that was the one where Cox made that double play through the legs to Malden and he, I don't know. I she was, it was like she was supposed to come in. The plan was for her to come in and pitch the final out of my inning. Okay. So when I would get two out, she would come in and pitch for the third out. I would go catch. So that, that didn't happen. I ended up walking one, getting, getting an out and then, and then we roll a double play. So I was absolutely furious. You know, I threw a, uh, a shutout inning, which is yeah. what I, you know, what I want to do, but I was absolutely furious coming off the field. <laughs> it might've been, you know, so, cause I was like, man, that blew her chance, you know, oh, but luckily, man. luckily they let me go in again and, and do it all again. And, and she ended up getting in there. So. And it was so exciting to like, you know, as an athlete, you know, collegiate athlete being back under the lights, you know, in front of a big crowd, obviously I'd never played in front of a crowd that big, but I was, I was in my element, you know, I was like, pumped. Yeah. I was like, I get to play with my husband. Like, this is so cool. Yeah. And then when they were chanting my name, <laughs> Megan, oh, yeah. Megan, just absolute fear. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> frozen. I threw, I talked to Jacob Teston yesterday. I was like, I didn't throw you a single strike while they were chanting my name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I struck out Zach Whalen and it was just like, the coolest moment of my life like yeah, it was so funny. awesome were yeah. you worried about a comeback what's that like were you worried about back? a comeback at you didn't even cross my mind didn't cross your mind <laughs> like, they're not gonna hit me when you're 50 yeah. <laughs> yeah. cross your mind <laughs> yeah i was actually hoping i was like just play just let them hit it because yeah. before it all happened, I was afraid I was going to hit somebody. Uh -huh. And then in practice, Malachi Mitchell was like, just hit me. He's like, I don't care. Like I've taken harder pitches. And yeah. so I never ended up hitting him. It just gave me that confidence. And so I was yeah. like, okay, just let him hit it. Just let him hit it. Wow. I can't believe the comeback never crossed your mind. At, at 52, it'll cross your mind. She was focused. We play co-ed still. We actually got married awesome. 30 years ago on a softball field. We got married at home plate. That's in awesome. Arlington, Texas. And so we still play softball together on Monday nights. But I mean, my my girls that play, we play co-ed. So my girls that played, you know, any kind of fast pitch, I'm always like, I know that you're probably awesome. But when an adult man gets up to hit and you're playing third, please take, please do not stand inside the baseline. Yeah. They oh, yeah. will cram it down your throat. <laughs> You've got yeah. to step back. So I'm always aware of my young girls that think they can scoot in. You know, I'm like, she was there to get out. Oh, though. Yeah. She oh no, I, she was all business. <laughs> yeah, they're my I appreciate. Oh, I'm. I, I appreciate all of that. <laughs> so you come from a line of firefighters. How the firehouse take all this news of you playing banana ball? And are they like your your biggest fans? Well, like like I said, I kind of kept it hush hush there for you know until I made the team. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they were real supportive, especially the guys the guys there at my station. You know, uh, my major uh, is awesome. You know, he he support, supported me through the whole thing. I know I know they they stay glued to the TV too. Uh, you know, during 
during my performances. So it was really awesome to see them them get behind me. Uh, you know, fire department kind of like the kind of like baseball is is a big fraternity. So Mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, still a little trash talking. They you know, but you know, it was out of love. You know. That sure. that's pretty much a man's love language is trash talk. Pretty much, <laughs> like pretty you much. Really buddies when you can trash talk together. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, Mike, how long have you been a fireman for the city? It's been five years. Okay, five it'll years. be six in February. Yeah, it'll be six in February. Yeah. Yeah. So I have awesome. my two cousins, Dean Curtin and Mitch Davis, were both there for gosh many years. A long time, yeah. They were there during the Oklahoma City bombing and all of that. Yeah, they've been there. They just retired oh. this past year. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. There's you know there's so many of us. There's like 900 employees. So Crazy. Yeah. If they're not on on my shift and in yeah, my you district, know. you know, it's hard for me to to know yeah, all of them. But for sure. <laughs> okay, so if someone had never heard of Banana Ball before or Banana Land, how would y'all how would you describe it to someone? Nine rules. Yep. <laughs> well, there's nine rules. Chaotic. Chaotic. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I can remember. Well, that. No, I don't either, but. Well, like I said, I'm I'm a I was a PE teacher before fireman, so it's yeah. it's pretty close to a third grade PE class, to be honest ah, with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. A lot of hooping and hollering, hollering, you know, a lot of a lot of smiles, uh, yeah, a lot of fun, you know. Obviously, we're playing by different rules to try to speed everything up, and I guess I could put it it's it's the adrenaline of a fire department a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah. You never you never know what's going to happen, uh, really. Uh, and uh, how it's going to develop, uh, and we're and it's still getting started. Uh, there's stuff we're learning. It's all brand new, so there's mm-hmm. no telling what's what's to come of it. Uh, yeah, I will. I will say it's it's a lot of fun, but it's still baseball. I mean, oh yeah, you still got to throw it over the plate. There's still a lot of pressure there to perform. Uh, you know, you're it's it's really tougher because you're trying to you're trying to entertain people but play good baseball. So you're you're mm-hmm. focusing on a lot of stuff. Yeah, at once. Yeah, well, but as someone who's watching the show, <laughs> yeah, do what? I just say, but as someone who's watching the show, it's amazing. Not a care yeah. in the world. Just so much going on that every so much to look at. Yeah, I can't Dude. imagine in person. It's probably quite stimulating because we probably don't see half of on TV of like what's actually even going on on during the half. You guys haven't yeah. been to a game yet? No, we haven't. No, been. we want to. So we oh have Here's our dream. Here's our dream. Next year, one of our kids is getting married, so it probably won't happen next year, but we're hoping in 2024. I know that sounds a long ways away. In one year, in one calendar year, we want to go to a Little League World Series game, Women's College World Series game, baseball world, you know, uh, NCAA baseball World Series game, major league game, and a banana ball game. Like that is, Uh, we're going to try to get it in one calendar year. That's a heck of a year out there. I know. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, if you look at the calendar, everything's spaced out. Enough, no, but Banana Land is going, you're going national next year, right? Next summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's We're that's the word. They haven't, they haven't put out the cities and are confirmed yet. But yeah, there's supposed to be several new cities. And yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe we're close close by you guys. But we're, so. it's, we're gonna We're going to find the closest one and get there yeah. for sure. Yeah, we definitely are going to make that happen. So let's talk. I want to talk about some of the rules that I think there's a couple rules that I think the major league should maybe mm-hmm. take. I love the pass ball. I, the pitchers probably don't love this, <laughs> but when there's a pass ball and he can just take first, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's a good rule. I hate it personally because I'm a pitcher and I'm trying yeah. to throw between my legs and behind my back and stuff. So, but but yeah, but yeah, it's a good rule. You know, it, it definitely makes you throw strikes. 
Yeah. Or at least want to a little more. <laughs> uh, yeah. And on that same note, the walking, as soon as you walk and he takes off and everybody has to touch it, I love that idea too. Like yeah. instead of the boredom of the guy walking down, you know, Makes yeah. sense. maybe exactly. major leagues will listen here. Yeah. You know? And I like um, no mound visits. I mean, that's a really simple rule, but saves yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and incorporating the fans with the foul ball, you know, that's oh, yeah. a cool, that's, that's a cool idea. I, yeah. I don't know if y'all are familiar, but they also added a new rule here recently. Um, so we play match play kind of like golf, you know, it doesn't matter how it's inning by inning, you get a point or no right. points. So yeah. no matter how many runs you score, but the last inning, all points count. So it's kind of like the walk. You still have a chance to, to get them out. Uh, you're always going to have a chance to win in banana ball, no matter that, you know, no matter the inning, you all know. runs count. Oh. What else? All points count. Yeah, all, all runs count. So if it's oh, three to two, if it's let's say four to two, and the last inning comes, if you score, you know, three runs, you're going to win the game because all yeah. of them actually count. Oh, that okay. I love that, and yeah. it makes every inning matter. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. you can watch a major league game and. There's six innings where nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yes. It mean anything. Yeah. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. We said it was, we described it to people. It's kind of like baseball meets the Harlem Globetrotters meets WWF. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's a little a bit good, of all that kind of mixed together. <laughs> oh, and I mean, and one, I could, I could touch on that. Like and one, I don't know if you guys are familiar with and one. It was big when I was growing up, but you know, the, oh, yeah. the, bas- the street basketball, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of all that stuff mixed into one, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's true. And the circus. I don't know if anyone mentioned the circus. Yes, their circus. <laughs> oh, one guy came to the plate with the flaming bat. Yes. And another yeah. guy balances it every, anything on his chin or his nose, right? It's, it's, yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. And then the steel well, guy. How does he get a hit on stilts? How does that even work? Oh, they. That he mean, did it the other day. I don't know. If I know. Saw his strike. They, did, they didn't crazy. respect his power. The, you know, the infielders <laughs> was was creeping in on him. You know. Yeah. And, Listen, I like, think of a strike zone. Yeah. I might yeah. just stand there on stilts and get a hit. It's the getting to first that would be a problem. Yes. Yeah. If I got to yes. actually move myself, there's no, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> He's a pro for sure. Shout out yeah. stilts. See, and that's what's cool about it is there's so much fun, but y'all are good baseball players too. Like y'all really have to play. Mm-hmm. So that's what well, I mean. I, I appreciate that. But that, I mean, really, if we're not playing decent baseball, it's not, it's not good for, right, for any, you know what I mean? We got to do both. Yeah. Then it because our co-ed softball team on Monday nights. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to say that. Um, so Matt, where did all these trick pitches come from? Like, I was a, I, I was a different cat growing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've kind of always been into doing silly stuff uh, for just a laugh, you know, and, you know, I always grew up juggling anything that was challenging. I was wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so juggling, I took the juggling pretty quick and, you know, just being goofy out there playing catch, trying to be creative. Uh, I've always kind of done some stuff like that, like throwing it behind my neck and mm-hmm. throwing it between my legs and stuff like that. Uh, I've just always kind of had that personality. And, and I was an infielder. Uh, I never did really get to pitch. I pitched in high school, but I didn't pitch in college. So with my age, trying out for the bananas at 34. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to make this team, you know? Uh, I was like, well, maybe I can incorporate some of these tricks that I've kind of done growing up and somehow put a 
put a put a pitching spin to it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. put together a pitching routine, and because that's probably about all I got an inning or two. You know, I've been out <laughs> of the game 10, 10 years, so I'm definitely not in shape for that. I'm definitely not going to run down the line very fast. I could probably still, you know, field some ground balls. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to hit it very well. So that was probably my best best shot, and and yeah. you know, went to try out and it worked out for me. So. Pointing out possible defensive schemes. Wolf's going to step back into the shotgun. Bill now behind the plate. Wolf to the rubber. And the pitch right down Broadway. Matt's got 18 different pitches. He wears that band on his arm like a playbook for quarterbacks. Oh, the tidy whiteies is the trousers dropped to the ground. To the trickery, next level. That one bounced up the middle. Flip to second in time. Ball in the hat. There goes the hat. Oh, close to a strike. Second chance and it's a strike. You have a whole list of pitches. There's so many that you have the armband like a quarterback, right? Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah, I try. I try to give them a unique name, uh, yeah. a fun name, or or honor somebody. Like you know, some of those tricks that I learned was from an assistant coach in high school. His name was Danny Baldridge. So uh, you know, I named one after him. Uh, so I named one after Megan. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's we, the Megan then? Describe what the Megan is. Uh, well, I call it the Meganator. Uh, we were down at OCU at the softball uh, field, and we we're just playing some catch. And I was trying to think a new, because it's hard, you know. You got so many. It's like, well, what can I do now? It's different. Uh, so I learned kind of a a fake throw and a spin. And we were at the softball field. I'm playing catch with Megan, so I just call it the Meganator. Meganator. It's like my favorite pitch now. So I'm going to tell the truth behind that story. Oh, <laughs> okay, good. We were at the softball field playing catch, and he threw one crazy and overthrew it. So I go to the fence to get it. And I was actually trying to do one of his other moves, some kind of fake out thing. Yeah. And I end up doing a full 360 and then turn around again and throw it. And he was like, that was awesome. Do that again. And I said, you can call that the Meganator because my dad used to call me that. Oh, there you go. There's the truth. <laughs> There's the truth. <laughs> behind the scenes. The behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. That's awesome. So did you have to get used to throwing a baseball, Megan? Like, because I mean, I'm typically I'm assuming you. Like was well, that we've been together? Is? We've been together for about eight years, so I learned eight years ago what uh, it felt yeah, like to throw baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't play softball in high school, but when we started playing co-ed, we played with um, just a women's size softball. But then later, well, then we had There's three two boys. Sizes now, yeah. Three boys. So then that's all baseball. And now co-ed, they I don't know if you know this, they like swap out guy girl ball every other yeah. bat. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's also something different. But I'm always trying to like I usually play first, but I'm my our youngest son plays third, and I'm like, just remember what ball you're picking up. Like you're gonna chunk <laughs> it on the or chunk it in the dirt, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got I throw I've thrown a baseball so often now that when I grab a softball, I'm like, this thing is huge. It's huge. It's I like know. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Great. So Matt, where why do you wear the baggy clown pants and suspenders? Well, that that kind of goes back to me trying out. Uh, being an old man trying out for a young man's game game here, I was like, I was trying to be creative, you know, how am I going to stand out? And uh, my dad was a rodeo clown for a short stint back when he was in college. And, uh, you know, we grew, he grew up 
or I grew up around rodeo and his ropings and, you know, on a ranch. So, so I thought that would be kind of cool. He had his old, uh, pair of rodeo baggies is what they call him. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was playing catch in on one day and I was like, Oh, this, this would be the way to go. You know, it'd give me, you know, maybe, maybe help me get noticed a little bit more. So mm-hmm. kind of to honor him and, uh, and to help me stand out a little bit is why, why I wore well, those. It, it worked. It definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was funny watching all the tryouts on the documentary and everybody's trying to, they're trying to show they can play, but everybody's dressed to show their personality and Mm -hmm. kind of stand out. So yeah, cool. Love it. Well, you said she's the talker, but are you more of like a clown when you can get into a character or are you like in your, in your daily interaction with people? Are you, are you the jokester? (laughs) Are you like, Uh, I'm, I'm pretty reserved usually at the beginning but once once i get to know people and feel comfortable i can that's usually when i get to come out of my shell a little bit or you're sometimes in a uniform yeah yeah yeah, sometimes i had to be honest with you i hadn't quite been able to get to that point where i want to be on the mound yet just because there's i mean it's all so new and like i said i've never played in front of this many people and yeah you know like i said it's still a mental game it's it might be uh a different type of baseball, but it's still a mental game. And yeah. once I can kind of clear my head maybe and get, get settled in, maybe I can get a little bit more crazy. <laughs> so. Well, that's part of a little bit of your charm. I think Matt is that you are kind of reserved, but then you've got this other side that people can see. So I think that's a good thing. And I feel like with banana land, there's enough crazy going on around you. All right. You know, oh, well, that's for sure. That's for sure. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard for me to even focus because there's so much else going on. Around, going you know? on for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the best part about Banana Land? If you had to tell somebody this is this is why I do it. Both of you for both of you. Why? Why is it so cool? <laughs> the best part about Banana Land. Well, for me, it's just watching him. I mean, that's the, the sole purpose of me being there is to just support him and be his helpmate and see how we can just glorify God and what we're doing and how we're acting and, you know, however, you know, we can advance the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people probably don't realize about us is, you know, our faith is real important to us. Uh, And this, this whole journey for us has been a spiritual, spiritual journey. And we could probably sit here and talk about it a lot. Some, there's some things that have happened that people probably just couldn't understand, but, but us, and, and we've had to grow in our faith through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's been challenging, you know, for both of us, but in, in a good way. Yeah. And uh, we've grown together uh, and, you know, and we've learned and, and hopefully we can continue to do that. And uh, for me, you know, it's awesome that I kind of can can, uh, I don't know, live out a dream that I that I kind of had, even though it's not quite the exact dream of being in the MLB. But but more importantly, probably my favorite thing is, is just to see the youth, uh, with smiles on their face, uh, and, you know, oh, that's awesome, you know, and, and, and hopefully impact them in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's so hard, you know, sports in general, it's, it's tough, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves uh, to perform and do well. And, and there's so many, there's so many things we can learn through sport, you know, discipline, uh, you know, work ethic, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think we take it a little bit too far. Uh, and, and we forget why we're playing the game and mm-hmm. hope that's my hope is what the bananas do is bring people back down a little bit to why we actually play the game. Yeah. And it's just, it's just strictly out of the, the love of it. Uh, and, uh, 
you know, and that's, like I said, that's something I still have to try to get in the mindset when I'm out there, Matt, don't think so much about your performance here, you know, just enjoy it. But it, you know, that's a battle, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of voices out there, you know, talking to you and, and telling you this and telling you that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that answered your question. I rambled a little bit. Well, I was just going to say, we, um, we interviewed this guy a little bit ago that he, his, he played 162 games of catch. And his goal was to play catch with people. He started with his daughter um, and he wanted to end with his dad and he wanted to play catch with people and just kind of to get to know them. So he played 162 games of catch, but then he kind of sent a message to his favorite team, the Yankees and the Mets. Both of them ended up responding. We forgive him for being a Yankee fan. Right. (laughs) But he ended up on the field playing catch with Aaron Judge. So they oh, wow. in the final game. Yeah, yeah. In the final games, they call him in. So it sparked our conversation of if you could play catch with five people, who would that be? And we originally started out with like people that were unattainable. Like he said, Nolan Ryan. I said, Cal Ripken Jr. You know, people that we couldn't probably touch, you know. And then I said, but what if you could play catch with five people that have impacted your life and you could tell them while you're playing catch with them, here's how you've impacted my life. Um, and just, you know, a lot of times we think somebody has, we think about how somebody has impacted your life, but we don't actually tell them that. So we came up with our list of five and we've, we've actually been working on that. I've played catch with now two people. He's played with one. you got another one this afternoon that he's going to play catch with. And then we're having him sign our ball when we're done with it. So I'll have all five autographs on one. My point of this is don't be surprised if we come knocking on your firehouse. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we hey, we're not too far away. <laughs> For a little game of catch, just to- that's a really, really cool idea. I'm like super sentimental, so that's yes. like really, really cool. It I love makes that. you think, it really does make you think. And I had to kind of categorize it by it might not be someone that's like always continually impacting my life, but maybe something I do now that, um, that somebody taught me to do or showed me. And I kind of boiled it down to like the fruits of the spirit, like what for the spirit does this person have this person like poured into me that I see in them. So I could yes. tell them, Hey, I see your faithfulness in this way. You know, here's how you've shown me faithfulness and it helps me be more, a more faithful person. So that's so that's, awesome. Yeah. Kind of how I like categorize in my mind. I don't really know how you categorize it. Well, I, it very similar. And also what I'm also excited about, we've talked about like expanding it, just having gloves with us. And if we meet somebody, just throw and kind of ask them questions about who they are and all. Mm-hmm. So I think a, a lot like Banana Land, it's helping baseball build community. Mm-hmm. And I think right. that's what y'all do with Banana Land is you've got the whole crowd into it. It's a community experience instead of just watching guys play baseball. Yeah. You've got right. crowds yes. making outs if they can. I mean, I just love the whole community aspect aspect about it Mm -hmm. yes and what you guys don't get to see on tv which i now know because we watched last this past weekend we watched it and um but when you're in banana land there's like a whole show going on outside of so like there's princess potassia is walking up and down you know she's singing and there's the band is going around and there's the nanas are signing autographs and like yeah. The banana splits, like my daughter became the biggest banana split, which is like the, the little dance team. Yeah. <laughs> like those girls, like they went and they, they just, they hold her hand and they take her around the stadium. Oh they bought her God. ice cream and like, they didn't even know who her daddy was. They just saw oh, a little God. girl that loved them and they just wanted to pour into her. And like the whole, I mean, even the employees, the staff, like everyone is like that. It is yeah. the greatest place built to be. <laughs> That's so fantastic. Yes. So what does Rayleigh think about 
this whole experience because she's too right it's just a part of her life yeah she doesn't know anything different she's like Why <laughs> everybody have like bananas all around them all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's so sad because every day we wake up when we're not in savannah and she wakes up and you know she asks for daddy if he's at work right okay. she'll ask for toys and she'll ask for nana's game oh. <laughs> she loves banana land she loves watching her daddy Love she, it. yeah she loves running. She loves running up and down those stairs and wearing Megan out. I think is what. what she <laughs> uh, yeah, she's become part of the show. <laughs> oh <laughs> she's my in the stand watching. You her. need to get her her own little suspenders and outfit, so it's like oh baby bananas on her. Yes, <laughs> that would be really cute. I don't think I think she'd end up in her diaper though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when she's like five, she'll be like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, we thank you guys so much for taking time on Labor Day to have a chat with us. And we hope that someday we get to play catch with y'all. Yes. Thank so, you so much for having us. So fun. You're just down the road. So, you know, we come every weekend right now for football season because our son plays up there. So we're in the city. You of come Los every weekend? Southern Nights. Just about. Yeah. From, do you still live in Burleson? Yes. Yeah. So oh my gosh. It's, Bur it's Burleson to Bethany is where like, Jake plays. It's like so. three and a half hours. Well, you guys, you guys, That's give it. us a shout next time you guys come up, and we'll try yeah. to get together. We'll take sure y'all out. Be so fun. Yeah, hey, when awesome. Riley is playing college softball and she's three hours away, you know you'll be going. You'll be going. Every time. <laughs> I'll you'll probably be. just move there. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the easiest thing. <laughs> might be the easiest thing. Well, y'all are awesome, man. I we really enjoy y'all. We love Banana Land. Love it. We're gonna catch you wherever we can for That's sure. That's right. So. Yeah. We look forward to seeing you guys. Yeah, Thank you so much. Good, yeah. good talking to you guys. Did that interview just make you want to go bananas? It really did. I got hungry too. <laughs> I needed some potassium. That was so great. I love that they shared their faith at the end. That's just such a wonderful testimony. I mean, God can use anything. Like That's right. Anything we're doing, any job we have, wherever we're at, he can use yeah, it. So that is your mission field. Yeah. That's where you are. So I love that about them. I think they are the sweetest couple. I feel like we're going to be best friends one day. And hopefully we'll see them in Oklahoma City one time and we can play catch with them. That's right. I'm going to see if I can catch one of these trick pitches from Matt. Ooh, yeah, that would be so fun. Mm -hmm. I, You see if you can catch it. I'm going to see if I can hit it. Oh, well, okay. Step back. Okay. We already established on the trash dogger. Well, we were talking about competitiveness. <laughs> we see what's happening here. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope that you guys get to see a game. I mean, don't miss it. It is so fun to watch. For sure, check it out on ESPN Plus. Mm -hmm. And then next summer, they're going to be nationwide. So I'm sure at Hardy Party Five and a Half, we're going to post that schedule to let everybody know. Well, we're definitely going to post a picture when we're sitting at the game. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll be with Rayleigh just hanging out. <laughs> that's right. I'm that's gonna right. Her. Yeah. I'm going to make her a little costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this interview with Matt and Megan Wolf and the Wolf Pack. Hardy Party Five and a Half over and out. We'll see you next time. Go bananas.